Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and let In Dreams Club help you realize. Hello and welcome back to Realize in Dreams Club's film and TV podcast. My name is Chris and I'm joined by my good friend Andy. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And yourself? Uh, I am very, very good. We're mm. bang, we're slap bang in the middle of our London Film Festival yes, week. Yes, we are. Uh, which is very exciting. We saw a number of amazing films. You saw a number of amazing films that's slightly higher than the number of films that I saw. I saw a grand total of six And I only films. saw four. Yes. Uh, but today we're doing the other film that you saw that I did not saw. Yes. It's not Saw. It's Saw that 4. Because came out a long time ago. <laughs> it's actually uh, David Byrne's American Utopia. Yes. Um, and I really, other than knowing obviously David Byrne is from the band Talking Heads, mm-hmm. um, and that it's some kind of about a tour and a, and a show, and it was yeah. kind of filmed. Apart from that, I've got to be honest, I don't really know very much about this, so I'm going to be a bit useless here. So um, I'll, I'll try and interject with some yeah. some, some witticisms yeah absolutely well, and some and probably some abuse to you as well at some uh, i don't fine. want it all, i don't want this all to be very positive no no, no, no i'm no, sure no. this is gonna be another very positive it is another very cause, positive cause nor- I, th- I feel like in real life normally we'll 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 find something that we like and watch it and we'll say what's good about it but normally we end up saying bad things as well yeah and well, that, that's that's criticism isn't yeah, it? yeah that's just critic we're, we're critics we're, critiques. we're critics <laughs> and i feel like we've been very positive london film festival so far so we need some negativity in here as well yeah don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so we'll end the show. We'll end <laughs> London film. Oh, no. Ooh, spoilers. spoilers. Um, David Byrne's American Utopia. Wow, what a what an experience. So I went to this with my dad because um, he's a big Talking Heads fan. We listened to Talking Heads a lot when growing up. And um, we Stop Making Sense was a seminal Muggleton household family film, which was um, another concert film of his and it's this beautiful thing where he starts with just him and a guitar on stage then another musician comes out and then another musician for each song builds up this huge thing he's running around the stage there's about 100 musicians on the stage and then it it goes backwards and it kind of takes away all the musicians to just being him and um this then is kind of like a spiritual uh successor to that and it is a film based on the Broadway show, based on the concert, based on the album, American okay. Utopia. Okay. I'm so David Byrne I'm brought out, yeah, he brought out an album called American Utopia. He then did a, um, a load of gigs, which I very luckily got to go to at the O2 Arena. Nice. And that the, the premise of this was just imagine a big old square stage like normal and all of the normally where you'd have a curtain or a backdrop or anything, it's just loads of metal chains going down so kind of like a curtain of metal chains okay david Byrne comes out and he's 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 sitting on the stage on a chair and a table and he's got his brain in his hand and he does this song which i think is from the album and he's basically talking about all the different points of the brain he's like pointing to it and he's like oh this is where we become friendly and this is where we (laughs) laugh and he does he does this and he has these backing singers and dancers this guy and this girl um who come on who are fantastic 
And what he does with this, though, is as it goes along, another musician will come out, but there is no band on the stage. So every musician has their instrument attached to their body. So they're completely untethered, which is what he kept on saying. It was so nice having an untethered experience. So for drummers, there wasn't a drum kit. There was six drummers and each would have like two or three drums on them and they would all play the various parts. And you'd have all these different musicians, a keyboard player with this giant keyboard attached to them. They've got these really cool harnesses that they're wearing. And so that was the concert. And it was it was fantastic. And I remember coming away going, this is an amazing experience. Were any of the, just to interject here, were yeah. any of the drummers called Tom? Because then they, he, they had the, the, the Toms. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The musicians, though, were very diverse. They're from uh, some ridiculous amount of countries as well. Um, so then it was a really successful um, string of concerts and gigs and he took the idea to Broadway and he made a show out of it, which basically interjected a bit more of him doing, in the little interview we had before, he was like, oh, I, I took a lot of inspiration and I learned a lot from stand-up comedians. And you really get that from it. So he, would, he, would, he talks to the audience. He's kind of explaining the themes of the album and what he's thinking in life. But it's in a very stand-up comedian kind of fashion, like it's quite dry humour but he expects a bit of a response from the audience as well. And, and then it will just go into the next song as it naturally falls into the narrative that he's telling. So then this was, I think he had met Spike Lee um, a while ago or something. And at one point during the Broadway kind of production, maybe when they're practicing it, he thought, I think there's something here, like a, a, a narrative that could be, could be filmed or could become something. So he then reached out to Spike Lee and he said, right, come and watch it. And he ended up going to like a whole month's worth of performances, just watching it every Mm. single time and was like, yeah, we're filming this. We're doing it. So now we come to the film. And um, again, you're basically watching a Broadway production with just lots of different camera angles all over the place and places you wouldn't normally be able to get to with an audience. But of, of, of that whole kind of performance and it is magnetic and electric. Uh, we, we, even in the cinema when we were watching, the person in front of me, the whole time their head was bobbing, there was clapping, there was, I could hear people singing along. There was applause after every song, just like the audience were doing. Um, it felt so real and kind of in your face there. And I don't know, there, there, there's something really magical about the way it's all put together and it mm. feels... And there was strong kind of political and kind of racial commentary that happens and kind of economic commentary. And there's a, there's a, it's, it's heavy, but it's also the kind of, I think his point was not, this is how bad our society and world has become. It was, we can be better. Let's do better. And let's just be positive, trying to be better. And so whilst it's, it has some pretty, kind of heavy subject and heavy moments that you kind of see on stage and you also hear it's always in a framed in a let's be better let, let's move forward and let, let's not just stand and wallow in our pity kind of because mm. I, 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 well, obviously when you said that this was I, I, it, when you said this was part of like the london film festival i was kind of like a bit like really because it just seems the idea of it is sounds really cool and i love the, i love mm. the idea of this sort of thing but it seems weird. Um, it, I don't know about weird, but it seems it seems 
interesting that it's like a performance of a band or whatever put into a film and then into a film festival mm. because obviously I, I guess what my general question is going to be is is as someone who doesn't know the talking has realm i'm no maybe two of their songs potentially mm. um is it something you could watch as someone who's maybe not a f- massive fan of their music and get as much out obviously maybe you won't get as much out of it as yeah. someone who's a big fan but like if i sat down and watched it would i how much am i going to get out of it maybe i guess is the question yeah but um, your your mileage will vary mm. um i would say from me knowing you i think you would watch this and adore it yeah like I, I was sitting there the whole time going oh man i wish chris was here i think he would absolutely adore this and I think, I, i'm very easy to please though true <laughs> hey and i i think most people i i would be surprised if uh, people watched it going in roughly knowing what it is I'd be surprised if many people came out not feeling like, wow, that was a pretty cool experience or that was a really joyous thing and yeah. I really felt the energy there. Um, yeah, if you don't, if, if that kind of, if that style of music is just nothing interests you in, in kind of a kind of a band related situation. Like, like, so just, just for people listening, like, what is the style of music? I guess I know it's hard. This is hard to. Sort of it's say, it's a like, very what? hard genre to kind of pen down. It is, it's 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 very a band. So it's it's always a band playing. Yeah. But it's it's kind of old schooly rock, but not heavy mm. and more more kind of spoken wordy kind mm-hmm. of. Um, Oh, that's a that's a really hard question. Yeah, yeah actually, I put you on the spot there. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's because um... I I, th- I guess the thing that uh, what I was thinking was like if I was um, if I was just like not into a certain type of music. Yeah, and generally I don't think that's necessarily the case with me. I think I'm, I, I like a lot. Of stuff. I don't listen to a lot of stuff, mm. but I'm open to listening to different things. Yeah, I don't know how much I'd want to sit and watch like a film of a. Yeah. Of like a performance of that kind of music. If I was just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I think uh, some good folk music here. That yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think what, what it does well is David Byrne as the person. Mm. Because there is, I don't think there's ever two songs in a row. Okay. It's always a song. And then he will give a bit of a monologue or a little speech kind of, and he will talk. And it's, it is comedic. It's reflective. It's interesting. And he's always talking about whatever he's just sung about or he's about to sing about or just general thoughts and ideas that he's been having. But it's all, it's all, there's, there is a, there is a narrative to it. And a lot of it, the the whole premise is all about America and what he thought it was growing up, what it's become and how he can see it going forward. Yeah. And there's a really um there's a really cool moment actually where this is where you maybe get a bit of the Spike Lee coming into it. So his direction of it is excellent. Like the 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 choreographing of the performance is amazing, but Spike Lee the way he's filmed it and some of the shots that he puts in and the way he cuts it together and involves the audience or doesn't and it's a wonderful bit moment at the end which is just glorious, but he's got a really good sense of the feeling of it. And there is a really powerful moment where um, Janelle Monáe 
um, did this kind of protest song, um, which I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically a couple of a couple of lines repeated. And David Byrne heard it when she did this big like big speech, and um, she kind of sang this song um, protesting. I think it's it's all about pre- police brutality. And um, he saw that and he loved that. And he was like, he contacted her being like, oh, I really love this song. Do you mind if I use this in my thing? Or am I not allowed to as an old white American person? Am I allowed to sing this song? And she was like, absolutely, definitely go ahead. And when they do this song, it's then one of the only moments where you break away from the actual performance. And what it's what they do is they, they shout um, the names of people that have been killed by police in America Um like is it Breonna Taylor? I think yeah. he's like yeah, yeah. it's like, like that. And um, what's sorry? What's the la- the the guy that sparked all the recent um, riots? George <sighs> Floyd. George Floyd, and it kind of he's one of the first people that's mentioned, or maybe he's at the end actually. And it's, so it's all the they go through quite a long time all these names, and every time they do it, so they say his name, shout it out, say his name, shout it out, kind of. And there's an all call from the audience, and they respond. And then it cuts to a picture of the person on the stage with their parents holding the photo and their name along the bottom with their date from born to death. And it comes and it zooms into the family, basically, as they're shouting their name. And then it goes to the next person. And it's really the the imagery and the message and everything comes together in such an amazing way. Mm. So there is you could get like strong messages and um things like that from the film even without particularly being into the music because there is a there is a narrative that runs through this yeah and he's selected songs so um for example he said before like you're like oh yeah obviously there's some talking head songs in this there's some of your solo stuff but i had to i had to pick the songs which work so i had an old uh talking head song called psycho killer that didn't fit the narrative in the slightest (laughs) about being a good version of america so the, it, it's it's carefully cherry-picked songs to work for the narrative of how he sees this utopian America. I wonder if this sort of thing might become a bit more popular. Obviously, I guess it depends on the artist and stuff like that as well. Mm. But like, um, obviously, with the, the whole COVID-19 world mm. that we now live in, obviously, music concerts are... Yeah. I mean, cinema, you know, we obviously went to see some of the films in the London Film Festival. And obviously, we had you know, at least two seats spare on each side of us with masks on the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the queue two meters apart of the way. In. And so a, a concert is just kind of like a, yeah, you know, a big no go at the moment. And, um, I, I actually just, um, back in the summer when it was, uh, I think this was just after the, the major national lockdown, um, uh, Nick cave. Yeah. Um, had put a, well, it was, I think it was, no, it wasn't live streamed, but it was a, there was a, a, a a film he put out called Idiot Prayer, um, which was him, Alexander, Alexander Palace, Palace yeah. just playing playing a few a, a, a set of songs. It was because he was meant to be doing a gig there. Yeah, so he filmed it just on a piano with a light. And I thought I think that's kind of cool, and I think that's there could be some really interesting stuff, like how what you're saying with American Utopia, whereas I haven't seen it. Yeah, but um, I think there could be some really cool stuff done with like specific artists, especially when you've got someone who's very enigmatic as the mm. front man, like David Byrne is like, I know Nick Cave is and people yeah. like that. I think there's some cool stuff that could be done. And I think obviously like, you know, the coronavirus sucks. And I think a lot of bands like that thrive upon the atmosphere of a live show are going to struggle with this. I think, mm. but I think there's other artists that can really now, 
use this as a way of going, well, actually, if we film certain things, yeah, we yeah, can get something else out A new out of experience it. For, for people to, to take in the music. Yeah. And th- yeah. this this was a, a shining example of exactly what you've said there. It, it There are songs on there, which which a lot of songs I knew, and then a lot of songs that I didn't know because my knowledge of Talking Heads and David Bird isn't exhaustive. But I, I loved it whenever I heard a song that I knew. And when there wasn't one that I didn't know, I knew it was there for a reason, for the narrative. And mm. I, could, I could feel why it was there and what it meant. Yeah. Um, but I would say, yeah, this, this film, the, 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 the audience was singing and laughing and clapping and the energy that you get. I, I would be surprised if, if many people watched it and didn't feel something from it. I, this is a kind of a, a, a potentially bad example to bring up. Actually, it's two things I'm thinking of here. But um, I know that, for example, as like re-releases, when films like Mamma Mia, I know mm. this is obviously for like ABBA, massive ABBA fans. Yeah. And, and then also I know um, places do it with like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Like when these when people do these films and people obviously like dress up and then yeah. sit in the cinema and like sing along. Yeah, and I've never, I've never been to one of these things. But I just get the impression that would be such a laugh. Yeah, like to go to cinema and like sing along and have fun with uh, like music that you love. So yeah, yeah, I don't definitely. know. Maybe maybe that is something that could. Uh, well, if if cinemas still exist yeah. in a couple yeah, of years' time, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I think, I think any other points? Yeah, to well, the, the only thing I would say... the, the, the it's going to be hard to watch, isn't it? Well, that, that's yeah. what I was going to come to, is the frustrating thing for, for us over here in the UK is that um, it was released, I think, last week or a week or two before on HBO Max in America. Um, but I don't think there's any word on any sort of UK release of any sort. Hopefully, it would come to either just being able to buy it digitally or some sort of streaming service. Like I know um, Spike Lee's last film, um, The Five Bloods was on Netflix and stuff. So maybe there's some sort of deal to be found there, but because HBO have this, don't have a weird connection in the UK. They have like, yeah. they're linked with Sky Atlantic, but Sky Atlantic don't do streaming stuff in that same fashion. So I don't know, hopefully there will be some way to watch this because I would, yeah, hugely. I'm sure there's it. some insidious ways to watch it though. I'm sure if there's, there's to... VPNs to <laughs> go over to America. But um, um, yeah, if you can find it and if you have any interest in, in talking heads with David Byrne or just generally fantastic musicians and fantastic choreographed like, theatre. Yeah, cool production. Yeah. Stuff. If you like theatre, musicals or gigs, this is those three things all combined into one wonderful piece awesome lovely yeah thank you so much for uh, explaining that um next time we are going to be talking about um a very cool film called another round um which was all in danish oh a lot of danish we actually spent a couple of months leading up to it learning as much danish as possible mm. which is partly why there was not as many uh bomb squad episodes out at the time because we were doing so much danish lessons um that's a lie but anyway uh, so <laughs> join us next time for talk about another round i hope you enjoyed our discussion about david burns american utopia watch it if you're a, i'm sure if you're a fan of talking heads you probably yeah you're probably all over this you're probably yeah, like oh yeah, my gosh definitely um but thank you so much for joining us we'll see you on the next realize <laughs>